0: This is a dill pickle, a mighty pretty pickle,
1: especially when he joins you at the show. We have lots of pretty pickles waiting for you at the refreshment center. They're plump, tender, mouth-watering. Wouldn't one taste good right now? Hello, welcome once again to Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews, uh, part of the Dark Discussions News Network. I am one of your co-hosts, Phillips from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. and with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Hey, Barrett, how's it going, my friend? Going well. How about you? Excellent. Yeah, doing all right, doing all right. Uh, and the, the weekend's too short, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, sure. And yeah, for sure. And in the uh, province of Alberta, Canada?
2: Hey, everyone. It's Sean. Hope you're all doing well.
1: And what about you, Sean? How are you doing? Uh, it's been an
2: interesting week. Not feeling the greatest, but hopefully next week will be better.
1: <laughs> indeed, indeed. Uh, we didn't usually have uh, another... Last week we had another co-host, Amy. Uh, from Wisconsin, but uh, she will not be able to join us this week, though she hopes to rejoin us next week. And we were supposed to have uh, another co-host as well, uh, Johnny from the Commonwealth of Massachusetts. uh, And he uh, says he hopes to join us uh, next week as well, but we'll we'll see uh, how things go. Uh, But I'm pretty sure that you can count on myself and Barrett and Sean for sure next week. And, uh, whatnot. Uh, so, uh, what is the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews Podcast? Well, the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews Podcast is part of the Dark Discussions News Network, which is www.darkdiscussions.com, uh, podcast network of a number of podcasts, including, um, this one, but also, uh, it's original, the Dark Discussions Podcast, which is a weekly podcast that comes out, uh, every, well, week. And, um, you can, uh, Find us uh, pretty much wherever podcasts are found. This podcast is under two feeds, the Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Review podcast feed, as well as the Dark Discussions podcast feed because uh, it's dropped in that uh, feed as well. And of course, you can find us on the website which is darkdiscussions.com. You can email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or press the contact us link on the menu. Uh, It'll open up a a mailbox and you can fill that out as well. Uh, If you want to email this podcast specifically, uh, again, use that email because the email goes to all the podcasts. However, if you uh, want to alert us that it is for Halloween boutique secretary reviews, just write Halloween or boutique or HBPR for Halloween Boutique Psychotronic Reviews in the subject, as well as whatever you want to talk about, and we will uh, read your email on the podcast. So if you have uh, a film that you reviewed, uh, opinions on the films we've reviewed, uh, ideas for the podcast, uh, suggestions, or anything like that, uh, email us and we will read your messages on the next podcast. Um, So uh, besides that, uh, Sean, what else can people find on darkdiscussions.com?
2: So the other thing you can do is when you go to the the website, you can uh, click on the Patreon button, which will take you to the Patreon uh, site where you, if you have the financial wherewithal, especially in these crazy times, uh, if you can make a, you can uh, decide to make a donation to support the podcast because everything that you do or you guys do for time and money and everything for cost of website and technology and all that kind of stuff is, you're all doing it for free. So any financial support that can be provided by the listeners is much appreciated. Um, And what in turn can happen is for every $5 that you donate each month, you get to choose a movie that you would like to have reviewed. And you can do it, for instance, if you had, say, $15 a month donation, then you could do three different movies, or you could choose two movies and one movie, or just all the same movie three times. And then every quarter, you guys do a raffle, and one of those movies is picked from the list, and the list keeps growing, right? So it's not like the list just disappears. So your movies will stay in the bin on or the list until the next draw as well. So there's a good chance that you'll get to have one of your movies reviewed, and that's always
1: fun. Indeed, indeed. And, uh, again, uh, anything is uh, appreciated because, again, this is all free. Uh, and we actually did have uh, two big bills uh, in the last eight days. Uh, basically, we had a $150 bill to renew – the website for the test website, uh, which I won't give the name or the HTML for that because that's uh, just a dummy website that we do a lot of development there uh, before we move it into production, which is darkdiscussions.com. And then we also had to pay another $204 for um, the hosting site of the actual uh, MP3 uh, Files that are all the podcasts, and since uh, there is uh, hundreds of files for many of the podcasts, uh, thousands to be honest, um, we have to store them somewhere and we have to store them on a site that is quick and easy to download or to stream. And so, uh, we use a, a company that uh is willing to host those uh mp3s, and again, it was another $204, so uh, 300 and or $55 technically what it was spent in the past eight days, which is not a huge amount of money, but it's not a small chunk of change either. So uh, anything that anybody would like to help, if you get enjoyment by listening to any of the podcasts, the Dark Discussions News Network, um, even if it's a one-time donation of $5, uh, it's always greatly appreciated. Uh, So, indeed uh one other thing uh, that's going on is uh in no uh what is it uh, august weekend of august 8 19th uh is the dark discussions network mystic connecticut meetup so what does that mean uh basically uh uh Good number of the hosts, about eighty percent of all the hosts, as well as uh, some of the listeners, are meeting up in Mystic, Connecticut. Where uh, we're going to meet up at Mystic Pizza. We're going to all go see a movie together. We're going to um, do a podcast together and get feedback from anybody who shows up to uh, the event. Uh, we're going to go out to uh, dinner as well on. Uh, uh Saturday and various other places go out to get drinks. Uh there's other options such as uh the two Indian casinos or Native American casinos, whatever you want to call it, uh as well as the New London uh downtown, which is the next town over, as well as uh the Mystic um Old Town, which is uh like a Stirbridge village or Williamsburg that uh, has all the old people dressed, uh, old buildings dressed up with people from you know the 1800s talking about whaling and all that. And then of course uh, they have uh, the Mystic Aquarium, which is one of the most impressive aquariums in the Northeast. It has numerous beluga whales, actually, so it actually has whales. So it's pretty cool. And of course, uh, New London, Connecticut, is one of the major. Um, uh, fishing, military because they, they build submarines there and they also are known as one of the big uh, entry points to the United States from the the golden era of immigration, uh, which is actually where my grandfather came from when he came from Portugal. Uh, if you didn't go through Ellis Island, you, you came through New London, Connecticut or Providence, Rhode Island as well. And so there's all sorts of fun stuff to visit there and you get to hang out with all of us. Um, oh, and if you need details on the event, uh, you can just email us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com, and we'll send you all the information, including uh, recommended hotels and the the uh, the, 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 uh, the items that we're going to be doing, and itinerary, that's what I'm looking for, itinerary. And then, of course, uh, you can go to Dark Discussions Podcast Facebook group as well, and you can uh, coordinate over there and, and get information, too. Um, I know you, Barrett, are going to be able to make it, but uh, Sean, I know you're far away on the other side of the continent, so you said you weren't going to be able to make it necessarily this year, but Barrett, you're you're coming up from uh, uh, Virginia, I'm coming down from New Hampshire, uh, and then a bunch of the other guys are coming from Wisconsin, I mean not Wisconsin, uh, Michigan, uh, New York, uh, Missouri, yep, Missouri. Uh, then we have a few Connecticut folk too, so yeah, yeah, it's, it's going to be a great time and a lot of a lot of good folk. We have any uh, idea what event.
0: movies are coming out then?
1: Uh, we haven't looked yet. We haven't looked yet, but uh, usually there's something. And if it isn't a, a horror film, it'll either be a thriller or something. Every year it's been we've lucked out. For example, we had uh uh, uh the Quentin Tarantino's uh uh the the one Hollywood one. What was that one called again? Uh, oh yeah. Still I seen it. It. <laughs> oh, it's awesome. Unbelievable. Great film. And then uh the one with the giant shark uh starring Jason Straham. Yeah, the Meg. We did that one. Yep. And then it was uh the second uh uh what was the one that the with the doll uh that that came from uh James Wan franchise, the Oh
0: franchise. yeah. Uh I know which one you're talking about. I can't, I know, is that that weird? We
1: can't even remember. Yeah. That. Yeah, but that one, Annabelle, Annabelle, Annabelle Two. That was the that was the one that was another time. Uh, then there was one with uh, uh, War World, World War Z. So there's always been something. There's always been something. We've never had a problem, fortunately.
0: When it was Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's the
1: yeah, moment. that's it. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, so we did that one as well. So yeah, so a lot, a lot of good, uh, good films that we've uh, been able to review. Um, so, um. We'll, we'll lock into another one this year, for sure. Uh, worst case is uh, uh, it'll be a thriller or a science fiction film that, rather than straight horror. But uh, You guys could go see Prey. Is that coming out that weekend? Or it comes it, out or, like the
2: week before or whatever.
1: Yeah, all right, so maybe that one. Yeah, uh, exactly. So it could be that well, one. That's the Predator
2: one, right, that's set 300 years in the past? Oh, how about that? that sounds-
0: Predators against... Uh,
2: the Ancient technology, technology.
0: Hmm. Yeah. should be yeah, interesting.
1: What, yeah, what was <laughs> that that film with Elders Alba? Or that that's that.
2: The Beast is the other making? one that's actually coming out that weekend.
1: Yeah. What 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 is that? Is, is that like a Bigfoot or something?
2: I let me just actually see if I can pull
1: it up just a sec. Uh, well, either way, that that's the film. Uh, that that could be a film as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. So there's a couple of good ones that will be out. So I, I think we're 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 gonna be not. Uh, Really hurt for for Pickens, so that's good. That's good.
2: Uh, the beast um, is the one with if it's the one on the correct line here. No, no, maybe that's the different line. Sorry, go on. I was looking yeah, no worries, the no Indian, worries. Version. <laughs> Indian version. Indian here. Um, let's see here. Sorry. No, no worries. No worries. Continue no worries. <laughs>
1: Yeah. All right. So uh, um, so what, what do we do here at Halloween Boutique Secretronic Reviews? Well, first, before we begin, uh, today is June twelfth, two 2022, uh, that we're recording this episode. Basically, uh, for folks who are curious, because sometimes uh, there's some listeners, including uh, someone named Pam, that always is curious when we release. Uh, or record the episodes, because the episodes aren't usually released immediately. However, this one will be released almost immediately, so it'll probably be released on the 13th or 14th of June. Um, Also, uh, what we do usually on this podcast, basically we talk about horror, sci-fi, fantasy, thrillers, techno thrillers, mysteries, grand house, art house, midnight movies, cult films, foreign films, art house films, things like that. We also do uh, book reviews sometimes. We do TV shows sometimes. We do uh, interviews sometimes and uh sometimes we do theme months and uh this this month our uh, bear what are we doing we're doing a theme month or something what's, what's yes going on uh, it's
0: pride month so lgbtq month and we are doing um uh art house lesbian films one a week yep. and we did ride or die last weekend
1: yep that's right it was a japanese film that's uh what uh, i guess would be called netflix exclusive at least in the united states uh possibly north america um maybe the whole world who knows uh and this week we have a new film uh one thing i, I wanted to bring up quickly before we do move on uh westworld uh has been announced uh the new season is coming out june 26th june oh wow 30th. i thought it was gonna
0: start later this year that's cool
1: Okay. yeah yeah they they're releasing it uh last Sunday of June, so in two weeks from yeah. today as a matter of fact
3: cool.
1: so that's yeah it's kinda of crazy um I can't stand when they just pop up, pop it up and you know I like how the Hulk and the new game of Thrones they they let everybody know like months ago or, yeah uh, you know but or she not not that oh, yes yeah sure.
2: So okay, so I found out. So the Beast movie is a, a recently widowed man and his two teenage daughters travel to a game reserve in South Africa. However, their journey of healing turns soon turns into a fight for survival when a bloodthirsty lion starts
1: to stalk them. And that's so the El, just Elba film.
2: Yeah, the Beast. Yeah, his
1: Beast version. Okay, so, so it's, it's almost so it's, like not a, w- it's not a science fiction oh, film. Then it's it's a it's a lion. No. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's it's almost like uh, was it. Uh, what was that one with Val uh, Kilmer and the, was it the Lions in the Darkness? What was the Yes, I
3: it? think it
0: was, uh, the Ghost in the Darkness.
2: The Ghost in the Darkness, yes.
0: With um, Michael Douglas,
1: right?
2: Yeah, Michael Douglas and Val Kilmer. Yeah.
0: Yep, that was a good one.
1: How about that? And then Prey. So this is more, co- more contemporary. <laughs> Yeah, and the prey will be out around that time too. I'm not familiar with that one. I mean I've heard the name, but you're saying it's really it's in the it's in the predator universe? The predator
2: universe, yeah. So it's like the predators come three hundred years ago and are dealing with the Nation. Okay.
1: Gotcha. All right. Sounds good. All right. So uh yeah, so uh that's pretty much the house cleaning. I know we, we went a little longer than we usually do for house cleaning, um, but we didn't wanna mention the mystic stuff and whatnot. So uh with uh LGBTQ Art House Lesbian Film Month uh for on boutique psychotronic reviews podcast. Uh Barrett, uh what are we gonna discuss tonight?
0: We're gonna be discussing the twenty fifteen uh American film Bear. B-A-R-E, just to be clear. (laughs) And it stars Diana Agron, Paz de la Huerta, Chris Zilka, and Luisa Crasa.
1: All right, and uh, let's listen to the trailer.
0: They're out of whole milk. Can you call someone about it? Yeah. How long have you lived Uh, here?
1: Whole life.
3: (laughs) Did you put money in the drawer?
4: Hey,
1: Sarah, are you okay? All of a sudden you don't have any time to hang out.
4: I just feel
5: like maybe we're going in different directions. I'm Pepper.
4: I'm Sarah. So what do you do here, Fudd? Let's face it. Maybe I'm
5: supposed to stay here forever. One thing that I've learned, if you don't make your own choices in life, the world will make them for you. I got a gig.
4: This bar called Blue Room.
5: Give you some sometime From around here, Tony? Come here. I can keep a secret. I, right I want to take you to one of my
3: favorite places.
4: that you're playing around with. Of course not. Where are you going? I'm
5: in trouble, honey.
4: I, I can't just up and leave this place, okay? Get you the money, Sarah. This ain't you. This ain't you. No, get off
5: of me. No, That's our freedom. I to take <laughs> promise
1: All right, so uh Bear, B A R E as Barrett said is a 2015 film, it's directed by Natalia Leite who is a uh Brazilian uh director. Or, well, she's I mean she does most of her stuff now in the US, but uh she was uh born and raised in uh Brazil, Sao Paulo to be specific. Uh she's probably best known for uh, a film called MFA, which was a horror slash thriller, uh from a few years ago. Um, that was 2017, starring Clint Eastwood's daughter. Uh, and that actually um, was a top five horror film for me in uh, 2017 when it came out. Um, this zone here is her, I guess, she's really only did the two films, to be honest, not including shorts and things like that. So uh, Bear is her, um, uh, debut film. MFA was her follow-up, and she um, has been kind of quiet ever since, uh, except for, like, shorts and, and stuff like that, web stuff. She's done a lot of web stuff, but uh, not, nothing since. Um, this film, as you said, Barrett, uh, stars uh, two people of note, um, specifically uh, television actresses that are, are kind of well-known, uh, though one of the two has actually had a pretty decent uh, film career as well. Uh, Diana Agron is uh, the lead actress, uh, probably best known for her role in Glee. And, um, when she took this role, uh, it was intentional to try to get her, um, more rounded as an actress, uh, which may be true, but it, it didn't necessarily jumpstart her career, uh, as, as we see in many small budget films, whether they're horror or dramas. Um, it doesn't necessarily, I mean, you'll get a, a big break, even if you do really good. Uh, also, Paz de La horter also a television star for Boardwalk Empire, but she's been in a number of important films, including uh, Gaspar Knows um, The Void, um, as well as uh, the horror film Nurse 3D, among many other art house and horror films. And uh, and then, of course, we have the, the supporting cast of Chris Zelka, Louisa Krauss, and various others. Uh, but this film is mostly a Diana Agron and Paz de la Huerta film. Uh, uh, Diana Agron plays Sarah Barton, a uh, young 20-something. And Paz de la Huerta plays Pepper, who um, is probably in her 20s as well. Uh, but I uh, will explain... Um, why it's important that Sarah is in her young 20s versus Pepper's age. Um, That's pretty much it. uh, I guess there, Uh, the film actually gets pretty good reviews on Rotten Tomatoes. um, uh, Depending on your, your perspective, it got, it has 56% um, on Rotten Tomatoes, um, which I guess isn't as good as I, I would, 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 say it usually is but again it doesn't have many reviews so it has like seven or so Uh, it was one of those under the radar films similar to some other films that we usually review uh so let's get into how we heard about this film and what we think of it and uh i think the the film's most claim to fame to be honest was it was um diana agron's first nude scene ever and so that was like a big Thing when it first came out, um, and that's probably its notoriety. Uh, what, you know for whatever that's worth. Um, all right, so let's get into how we heard about this film and what we thought about it. So uh, let's start with you, uh, Bert.
0: Um, I heard about it from you. Uh, it was as it's going to be our one of our weekly films, um, and I went in blind because I like seeing these blind. I don't want to know what's going to happen or even any hint of what's going to happen. Um and I enjoyed the film. Uh, it's it's about equal to our last film. Um, it for likability for me, they're about even. There's things I like about both the films, but neither are perfect films. Um, so be that. Take from that what you will.
1: <laughs> All right, sounds good. Uh, yeah, for me, um, yeah, I heard about it because uh, last year or the year before when we were going through the l g b t q films uh that were art house lesbian films, this one always popped up and uh I bought the disc like two or three years ago um I actually watched it last year um as a possible film for our um films for last year and actually i actually i want me rephrase that I actually watched it two years ago and um possibility as a film for our our topic and our theme month. And um, so I, I, I kept on passing over it because even though there's a, a lesbian aspect to the film, uh, it can be debated, especially in, in this day and age, if either character is really lesbian. Um, it, so it, 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 even though there's a lesbian aspect of the film. It's not really a lesbian aspect theme. It was more of a coming of age type of theme or, or trying to figure out who a person is in the world. Something like that. So that's the reason why I kept on passing it over because um I didn't feel it was as strong uh on the subject matter as some of the others. However, um uh this year I figured it was it would be worth trying because um uh, it, it is a fairly good film as Barrack said. Um not necessarily as as great as, as AWAL or Summer of Love or Summer of Sanguine, uh, but most certainly uh as good as some of the other films that we've 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 reviewed in the past, including um uh the Iranian film, I forget the name of that. Um and that was a pretty good one. And and this one's good like that. And it's good like Ride or Die as well, uh, which we did last week. Um, so I, I like the film a lot. Uh, the two lead actresses are really good. Um, you know, they have a, a lot of experience anyway, so, so, you know, they're going to be pretty good. Um, uh, both of them are, um, typical Hollywood actresses. Um, uh, you know, when, when, when folks get these type of roles, uh, attractiveness is obviously something that is considered and both are, are, are you know, very very attractive woman. Um, I've always been a Paz de la Huerta fan uh, because of her other art house films and um, horror films. Anyway, so this film always piqued my interest just for that. I had never even heard of uh, Diana Agron until this film because I didn't watch Glee. Um, but all in all, uh, it's a pretty good film. Uh, I like the, the slice of life and the coming of age and, and trying to figure out what's going on and trying to find happiness in a world that otherwise is uh, filled with and en- we. So uh, I liked it, uh, and I would recommend it. Right, let's go with you, Sean.
2: Okay, so I enjoyed it. I thought it was very well done for the cast, and I liked a lot of the different um, uses with shots, color, uh, even lighting. Set pieces too, right? I mean, Reno and stuff,
1: right?
2: um, That was cool. The one thing that, like, one of the things that really popped out, and I mentioned this to you offline, was, and this isn't spoiler stuff, but like right at the start of the movie, when Paz is in the nightclub, there's a point where she is standing, and behind her, the way the lights are set up, it almost looks like she has wings.
3: Yeah.
2: And it's just a really interesting shot. Um, and it just I thought they had some really they, that kind of approach throughout the film, which made it really enjoyable. And I just I thought I will say I enjoy this far more than last week's movie. Again, not saying that Ride or Die was a bad movie, but I just I've, I had it. I was able to watch this without having as much cringiness <laughs> as I felt last week. And I felt the characters were a little bit more or at least the main character that we're following was more sympathetic. In her journey of what was happening. So, oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
0: And it yeah. does it made have it a the lot same easier level. I agree with you. And it does have the same level of drama as Ride or Die. It's just yeah. different in its approach to that drama. <laughs>
2: and right. people make better decisions or different decisions as opposed to some of the stuff we kind of questioned, whatever last week, right? Right. So, well, like, and,
1: and, and also, both characters, flaws or not, are likable in this film, unlike in Ride or Die where to be honest I didn't like either of the characters <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah.
2: It's hard to empathize if you don't like them, right? So Right,
1: yeah, right, right. Any flaws for the characters here is more because of behavioral health issues or uh money issues or yeah. And it's more
2: understandable. Our, as human. These are the human experience, right? Or
1: substance yep. abuse. Yeah, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. So everything in this film the the characters are not Bad. Well, in Ride or Die, you could actually argue straight up that, and, and actually write a thesis in college and say these characters are evil or bad because of this reason. Here, y- 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 you know they have excuses if there is any negative aspects of their personalities. But go on, Brad.
0: Yeah, and Ride or Die is much starker in its differences between with class and gender. Like yes. the differences between rich and poor in that movie are much more extreme. And the differences in men and women are much more extreme. Whereas in this, it, everyone seems pretty equally poor. <laughs> Nobody right, right. seems like they're doing well. So it's you don't really have you have class in it, but it's not like this right. class versus another class, really.
1: Right. No, well, it's and, just, and even, even if, And even if they're not poor, they're they're, they're poor because they're young. While, yeah. like, for example, uh, the lead character whose name uh, is Sarah, played by Dana Aragorn, is poor because, you know, she's just out of high school and still is her parents and doesn't know what to do. While her parents aren't poor, right? They're just standard middle class folk. So, you know, when, when you get out of school and you have no job prospects, no uh, career prospects, you, you know, they, you know, they're, they're just people, you know. So, um, but I, I would concur exactly with you, Barrett. Uh, it's just small town, USA versus the weirdness of what Ryder Die was was trying to say. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly. And I throw something out. This is also kind of a tangent thing, but that's what I mentioned with you earlier today, Phil. Was the how Diana really reminded me of like a weird cross of Natalie Portman? And Allison Mack.
1: Now, who's Allison Mack? I didn't know who that she was. She
2: was the one who was involved with Smallville
1: and got involved with
2: the yeah. cult Nexium.
1: Nexium, yeah. Oh, oh, that um, girl, yeah. Okay, yeah. was a good just, analogy. Yeah. Actually, she looks a lot like this Allison Mack. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and nice. then when yeah. she wears the makeup, she looks just like natalie portman and
2: yeah, that's like yeah. that's what i was noticing a lot through the film which i which yeah. i mentioned to you so i wasn't sure if it was just me being my weird brain or yeah yeah well, because was like natalie
1: portman is well known uh obviously for a lot of reasons but she's really attractive and yeah. she definitely knows how to wear her makeup Really well. I mean, she's every time you know, she's just like she's like Taylor Swift. She she just has this Taylor Swift always has red lips. You know that's she, her claim to fame. And and this Natalie Portman is is like just someone that is ma- knows how to wear makeup exactly very put together. Yeah, very right, exactly. Together. And so when yeah. when our character uh, Sarah puts on makeup when she goes to the club, she immediately looks like like a, a Natalie Portman. You know, like that really put together, hot. You know, you know, and, and, and so that makes sense completely. And when she doesn't have the makeup on, and now I look up at when she told me who Alice Mack was, and I looked her up as well, she looks like Alice Mack when she's not at the nightclub. So when that's she's a normal. Favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Well, not, well, not, not, not normal. Not
2: normal, sorry, but just like when she's not. When she's just in everyday everyday. Just everyday life.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah exactly.
0: We got you. Yeah. We knew you meant. <laughs> just want to be clear just, to everybody just, out there, though. <laughs>
1: Yeah, 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 exactly, exactly. And we already may get a uh, hate mail because I said Natalie Portman's hot, so who knows. Um, so, <laughs> um, all right, so let's get into, so it seems like uh, we all uh, fairly thought this film was pretty decent. Some of us may have liked it a lot more than others, but uh, all of us uh, appear to give it a thumbs up for sure uh and we'll discuss you know is it really an lgbt film uh is it uh, something else you know we'll we we'll, we'll got all stuff, sort of stuff we'll explain all that in a moment but before we do uh let's get into uh barrett do we have a wiki? Wiki, 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 wiki
0: yes um a young girl in nevada becomes romantically involved with a female drifter who introduces her to a life of stripping drugs and metaphysical experiences that teach her what happens when real life catches up with dark fantasy.
1: Mm -hmm. That covers it pretty good. Hmm. Well, let me me read the back of the the jacket, because I have this DVD right in my hand. I'm probably one of the four people in the world that have the DVD. And uh, this is what it says. It says, uh, after a lifetime of living in her sheltered and rural hometown, without any apparent means of changing a certain fate, Sarah discovers a possible way out in Pepper, a mysterious female drifter through pepper's influence sarah is motivated to take a job at a highway strip club where pepper sells drugs underneath sarah's search for freedom in her discovery of love but as their friendship develops into a romance sarah's life veers further away from what it was she soon finds herself trapped in a double life and quickly realizes what happens when real life collides with fantasy. So it's kind of similar to what you said, Barrett, but a little longer. Um, yeah. The one thing I felt was, was silly about this film. Um, and, and we can talk about it. Cause again, before we begin, let me explain what we do here on Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews. Basically we not only review films, but we, we critique and dissect films. So, in other words, we will talk about specific scenes, spoilers, symbolism, what the writer was trying to say, analogies, comparisons, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but we will do that after we throw up a spoiler alert. So what will happen is we'll talk about general things first and then at one point we'll say, all right, we're going to throw up the spoiler and now we'll talk about everything and anything. So you will be warned when that occurs. But Thing since we did read the IMDb slash wiki, uh, it did mention uh, stripping and that uh, Sarah becomes a stripper on Pepper's uh, suggestion. But the thing that I felt was very silly about this film is that I have no idea why Pepper wasn't stripping as well because she's as good looking as any of the girls that are stripping and she needs money. And she's getting her friends to strip and all this other stuff. And I, I just she got kicked couldn't out. Believe
2: she so got she was stripping at one in point. Trouble.
1: Yeah, I
2: she
1: was. That was the, yeah yeah. Okay, then that makes sense. All right. See, I, I misunderstood that. I okay. I thought she was kicked out just for selling drugs, but <laughs> she was probably working there as a stripper. Right. Selling the drugs and, God and they knows got what kicked out. Whether gotcha. that
0: makes sense gotcha. or not doesn't necessarily, you know, that might not make sense just because she could go somewhere else. I'm sure that's not the only oh, right. strip club.
1: <laughs> right, right. Yeah, well, that's true, that's true. I mean, again, this is a very rural town and this is a uh, strip club a, a couple miles outside the town on a highway that leads to Reno. Again, this film takes place in Nevada, uh, western Nevada. Um, but That's a fair point, too, um, because, yeah, she could probably get a job elsewhere. Um, But you're right. That was probably the reason why she was fired was – yeah, she was selling drugs there, and she was not allowed in the building. So, gotcha. All right, so that explains that, my only uh, question. So I'll I'll move on to other general stuff. Uh, I like the the setting. Uh, We don't see too many films – uh, set in rural Nevada um you know usually i've seen one or two and uh one of them was Jack Nicholson directed by Sean Penn called The Pledge which was an absolutely fantastic film uh but generally you don't see films take place in rural Nevada unless um they're they're really a film about Las Vegas or, or Reno or something like that so i kind of like that aspect of the film uh the setting and again this setting too was similar to uh another film we did, Barrett, uh two years ago for this theme I've called AWOL, which is um poor, broken down town. Uh AWOL took place in Wilkes-Barre, Pennsylvania. This okay. one takes place in um a town in, in Nevada. Um and I, I don't even know the name and of it. And you're town. right.
0: It's kind of an in between type of area. Like usually you get farther to the north or or just Vegas and Nevada or towards the border to the south. You yeah. don't usually get, you know, there. anything in that area yeah. that's rural.
2: <laughs> I like the way they chose to shoot it, though, in the sense that it like it has, like, a desolate beauty to it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And just, like, the kind of, like, the, the real energy or vibe of it, where you can tell it's, it's, you know, there's kind of almost like hopes go to die kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Well... I don't, you know, I...
2: I Depending on what a, your perspective is, right? Yeah, like, yeah.
1: That's, that's what I was going to say. I mean, I know you live, uh, Sean, up in uh, Alberta, which is a uh, very flat land, similar to the Midwest. No, not or, all of
2: it. Because we've got the Rockies too, right? Yeah, but, but... We have forests and stuff, so it's... No, no but I'm talking about where you... Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: I was just talking about where you were living. Don't you live in the, the Plains? No,
2: not the Plains. Uh, th- right. You'd be thinking more of Saskatchewan.
1: Or yeah, southern Alberta, right.
2: like you yeah, know, southern Alberta right. would be that. But yeah, yeah not right. where I am, not central or northern Alberta.
1: Uh, hills, well,
0: hills, and mountains.
1: Uh, all right. Yes. Well, all right. Well, let's let's, let's uh, forget that analogy. Then I fucked up that. Um <laughs> no, okay. Let me rephrase. Um, yeah, I mean, just you know, we we see all these little towns, and whether they they focus on Iowa or Nebraska or Oklahoma or Vermont or wherever, that is these little teeny towns that. Um, you know most of the people of the families have been there for years and years and years. You know people are born and they grow up there and they decide to stay and they take over the farm or the local diner or whatever from their ancestors and so on and so forth and then, of course, you have the people who want something different uh or they just can't find the job they're looking for, so they're forced to move and whatnot and This is that type of town um yeah. now
0: well, and the interesting what, thing is that some of the a lot of these towns. The original purpose for it becoming is no longer existing yes so they're you know what they're to do now is the question and how does it maintain itself
1: yeah that, that could be true too uh well, yeah because a lot of towns are formed because of uh mining or or or, or oil or forestry or or fur trading or you know on and on and on We're just even and- having the railway right yeah, Yeah, know, or a railway town. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and then when those things close down, a lot of times just slowly, quote unquote, die, die. Yeah. Now, whether this town is as dramatically depressing as as you imply, John, I don't know. if I necessarily agree, but it depends on.
2: I think going from the perspective of Sarah, so it to, feels yes. like
1: that, I would I would agree with the perspective of Sarah. Yes, because she
0: doesn't see much to keep keep her there or much, you know, excitement or anything.
2: Like there's the ties, even the family and stuff, like not spoiling or whatever. But just it doesn't feel like she has that tie or Some drive it, to stay there.
1: Right. Well, yeah, and, and I don't. You know, I mean, she she definitely loves her mom and all this other stuff, but. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, she doesn't have a skill. She's just working at the grocery store or whatever, you know, and I, let me just rephrase that. What you said is perfect, Sean, through Sarah's perspective. Yeah. You know, for other people that live there, I don't necessarily think that is necessarily true. Some people are very happy. A lot of the people around her seem very happy. It's really from, only from the
0: outside, her. though, as an outsider, me looking at what we see in the film, it does not look like the most, the greatest area that you'd want to live. Let's just put it that way. It's just hard to hard to see myself there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's, yeah. And again, I guess that's a matter of perspective. See, uh, you know, I like rural, middle of nowhere file of a country type stuff anyway so
3: you too
0: but i want trees more trees and stuff that was more deserty. oh oh, oh you're so talking to me, about it you're talking about the, forlorn
1: <laughs> you're talking about the landscape gotcha gotcha yeah, yeah yeah well i mean that's
0: that's part of it for me yeah gotcha and, gotcha, and yeah. you don't see any really well-kept buildings either
2: no there's like a it's like a, an essence of decay to it yeah. Whether it's like actually decaying or not is another thing, or you can look, you could argue that, but just it has that semblance, especially when you're looking at it from where Sarah is in her life or her yeah, journey. It, so, well,
0: and almost everything is from her perspective, right? Yes, uh, and that's what you're going there's a by, couple so. scene, Yeah, There's a couple scenes where Pepper's by herself, but not a lot,
1: right? Right, yeah, because they want to fill in Pepper's backstory a little bit. Uh, but so, I would say 65%. Sixty to seventy percent. Basically, two thirds of the film is, is Pepper's. I mean, uh, Sarah's perspective, and then one third is Pepper's perspective. Maybe, yeah. or or or. Let me rephrase that. Two two thirds are Sarah's perspective, and then one third is Pepper's perspective. However, part of Pepper's story overlaps into yep. the sixty-seven percent of Sarah.
3: Okay, I have an
0: example actually. So I've been I was thinking about this as we're talking about it being kind of forlorn there. I think that's especially evident when they go out to an even more empty area to a desert and they have this connection there that seems like it's so beyond what they're experiencing in this you know, in the city and everywhere else.
1: Yeah, it kinda of reminded me of that scene in Oliver Stone's film The Doors starring Val Kilmer where the more yeah. members of the band leave yep. LA to the middle of the 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 California desert to basically trip out yeah kind of yep. of that. yeah So I get where you
2: say the metaphysical and spiritual aspect because that seems yeah, like that's that's, for that's sure. the, scene. You you the scene that happens. for
1: sure yeah 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 <laughs> Yeah. And and there's some symbolism there as a white snake and all that. You know, I mean, yeah. we can get into that when we, when we start talking you know, a little bit. More I think any of well, the other you know.
0: scenes have metaphysical to them. Like if she's on drugs and other scenes, it's not usually good for her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I think it,
2: it was. Oh, sorry.
1: Right, right. Well, the other times when she's on drugs, I, I got to give the credit, the film credit because it's not judging Sarah if they were dredging Sarah, they would show her like tripping and, and and being a fuck up and drunk driving and 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 falling over. It what they do show is that she may be a little high, but she only gets in trouble when she's high when she gets confronted with someone that she wasn't expecting. It's other exactly. actions from other people yeah, yeah, that get know. her in trouble. Yeah,
0: exactly. She would have right. never – that would have never happened to her if it weren't for that person. Exactly.
2: The one yep. thing I was going to say that kind of touches on just like we were talking about the, like, the Aryan stuff is I'm sure you guys have both seen Sicario, the first Sicario. yeah. Yep. yeah Denny
1: Villeneuve. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. There yep. were so many Emily shots. Emily Blunt, my show... friend. Any, any film of Emily yep. Blunt, I'm watching.
2: When they show the dis- different desert scenes, like going between Texas and Arizona and, to, and into Mexico. In
1: Mexico, yeah.
2: They're, the sequences are haunting, but they're so beautiful because there is, like the way it's shot, but just the landscape could yep. be, is like, it's so beautiful, but it's got that desolate feel to it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, and so that's, that's something that I would see is comparable on this is just kind of, getting that kind of feel where the land itself is beauty. And like, and like when you go to different places across the continents or whatever, all the different terrains and stuff can be very beautiful, right? It's, yep. but you may have a lean more to mountains or to lakes or rivers or to oceans or whatever. Right. It just depends on the person, but yep. there's an aspect where it feels like that's spe- that's spiritual metaphysical. When you're looking at the desert,
1: well, because you left that- to your,
2: your own devices or whatever. Right.
1: Sure no, no no that's a fair point, and that may be one reason why they they chose this location uh but I, I do have to say uh one thing as as me and barrett have noticed, doing these art house lesbian films and is and one reason they're art house and specifically art house because they're usually low budget um is your number one and this happens in horror films too, even though all those old roger common films the, your number one special effect. Is location, location, location. So if you don't have money, your best locate your best <coughs> things will be the location. So for example, in A Wall, when they did a lot of the the scenes that weren't necessarily focusing on character development, but just you know uh, the scenes between major things. So when the two girls in that film, or women if you prefer, um, are walking the train tracks, they show them. Uh, walking by an old dilapidated factory and an old train cars with graffiti on them and stuff. And all that stuff wasn't built for the film or put there for the film. It was already there. Yeah. So take advantage of it and take it an advantage. Exactly. And this film does the exact same thing uh, with the advantage of taking of, of the buildings, the desert, um as well as the casinos when, when they yep. go to Reno too. So the big yeah, contrast you know, in the, the colors too. and
2: stuff, right. In the lights. Cause if there's like a, it's absolutely. like almost a
1: gray, like
2: kind of dull color when you're in this, like in the town. But when you go to Reno, it's the lights, the bright, bright, vibrant lights. Right. Yeah. But I've
1: got to give him credit, even though that's absolutely a hundred percent true. And, and that was absolutely intentional by the director. I have to give the director credit and the cinematographer credit because they didn't darken or dull the light even in the city that much. Because, you know, when you watch the the TV show like Ozark on Netflix, they intentionally dye the film blue. And so it's just this weird color and it bothers me. And, you know, that's just not how it is. And here they don't they don't do that to make it more dreary or, or drab. Um, they just use the background environments without any trick to uh, dyeing the film and so when they do go to Vegas, not Vegas, Reno, or they do go into the nightclub or they do go out into the middle of the desert um, it's beautiful or amazing or eclectic simply because it's the location set design or or the location itself rather than them um, playing with manipulating no, it. With yeah, it, yeah, manipulating yeah, exactly, it. yeah, yeah. So, so you, you, Barrett said in one word, manipulate. That I just uh, was a blowhard for the last five minutes. <laughs> <talking about. laughs> so, yeah, it's it's true, it absolutely, uh, and I love that about this film, is that it gives it more of a genuine were... feel, right? Yes, absolutely, yes. Well, uh, one, nice. one thing I've always was upset about Ozark was the dull of the of the, cult, the tinting, because yeah. it took away some of the reality i felt but but this this year there was none of that you know even so
0: springs in this year, right, even the club scenes feel real because they're not yeah. they don't feel like they're artificially making them look a certain way
1: right well and 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 the the costume designs in the clubs and stuff because you, you have have the 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 ladies that that are dancing in the club uh, when they're not dancing. And they're just out in the crowd they have like um, like fluorescent pink dresses and, and so so that there's a lot of bright colors and stuff and so um all that takes away from you know they have satin red colors of bras and things like that so it takes away the drabbiness of the town when she goes into the club and again those clubs are exciting and whatever anyway But, you know, just because they're nightclubs or or whatever. But it's also a reflection on her personality, Sarah, as well, because when she leaves the outside world and the town she's in and she goes to either the casino or she goes to the club that she's now dancing and even even the interesting uh, sand colors of of the desert when she trips out on peyote. Those are a reflection on her 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 emotions of that moment kind of sort you know the the exciting colors of the club she's she's happy she's she's making money she's being wild or whatever you know The, the lights in the casinos the the being tripping out in in the the desert you know it's she's becoming somebody that is exciting in her eyes even if it may be uh, irresponsible in some cases or not
2: real to her. Like it's not really who she is.
1: Right, right, right. Or, or she discovers that she's more than what she was, you know, it it is partly hers. She has multiple aspects of her life, you know, and she just now has to put them all together and be all those things without, um, either being exploited, uh exploiting herself or being exploited by the ennui oh. or morose of life, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. Um, I think at what this else point do we, we want can to go talk to go about? To spoilers, though, unless yeah, are. yeah, let's just talk spoilers, because we have been talking a good amount. as well we can now talk about everything and anything. Uh um, yeah, Barrett, you're still there, right? Okay, good. Yep. Um Sorry. <laughs> right, so, so yeah, no worries. All right, so uh, just to set up, uh, Sarah is a young woman just out of high school, maybe. It doesn't really say how old she is, or at least I didn't get it, but anywhere between 18 to 22, 24, I don't know, somewhere in there. And she is a, a, a woman that lives with her mother and stepdad, I think. Uh, yeah. Or her, Yep,
0: that's what I got, stepdad.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I think, isn't there a sister there too or something? I can't remember, but there may be siblings. I can't remember. You'll, you'll let me know. Um, but her father, she was very close to and uh, her father used to own a shop that is now closed. Uh, but she goes to the shop a lot, uh, cause it's a place that reminds her of her past as well as a place to just, I guess, get in her own Zen as well. Um, and uh, she works a, margin, a menial job at a um, local grocery store. Now, who are all these 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 women she she knows? Are they none of them are siblings, are they? or But they're always yeah, at her house.
0: They're friends and stuff. Yeah.
1: yeah all right.
2: That's what I got was. It
1: was OK. Th- yeah, I mean. that's right. And, yeah. And doesn't doesn't her stepdad like own the grocery store or something? Yeah, he, he, know, a, he, he yeah, knows it, people so he, that
0: can get her jobs at different grocery stores and stuff
2: like that. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. Because so, isn't he also yeah. do real estate, or was I missing up, screwing that up?
1: Yeah, that, I, I he thought he, he kept taking down did the real signs. estate, or is it, or he's a general contractor or something like that?
2: Yeah, but, and he just but, had yeah, a he, lot he, of contacts.
1: Yeah, yeah, for yeah, the small towns, right? Yeah, so
2: that's kind of like where he's a force in this town, based on whatever yeah. his career and stuff are. So.
1: Right now, I'll say my opinion. I consider her stepdad and her mother good people.
3: Yeah, now, whether or not people.
1: Sarah, yeah, now whether or not Sarah can get along with them or not, you know, that just may just be personalities. But I don't think they're villains, is what I'm saying. No, she gets around, well, She gets along brilliant.
0: with them like every person that age with parental figures. <laughs> Sorry, John. Go
2: ahead. And then keep it in mind that she's, yeah. And then just keep it in mind that you know she's lost her dad, so there's always going to be that kind of a tension or whatever yep. with, with whoever comes in new, right? Even if he's like well-meaning and stuff, it could still come off as abrasive or pushy or something combative to her, based on her right. perspective. So it doesn't. And again, I don't think they're bad people. I don't think she's a bad person. I think it's just. The the situation, the setting, the age, all that kind of stuff plays a factor, right?
0: Yeah, she's trying yep. to grow, and he's trying to help her. And, yeah, there's always that yep. tension between those things, and he's not really her father. And, yeah, all that stuff.
1: Yep. Exactly. And she has a boyfriend, and she has a, a group of uh, women that she's close to, as well as their boyfriends as well. Um,
0: she kind of seems and, disinterested in her boyfriend too. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: there's in, interesting yeah. stuff about his qualities. That kind of like <laughs> I, this. This doesn't. This maybe this was just me, but if there's it had a sense that she was a commodity to a lot of the people that she was around, whether it was her boyfriend, whether it was Pepper in a way, whether it was the club, whatever. Like, did the, the, a lot of the interactions is like it wasn't. I don't think she felt that they were seeing her for her but what well, she could do for them in different aspects, if well, that makes sense. I don't well, agree with
1: Yeah, I want to say that out of all the f- things you said, the the club, I don't think, used her any more than any company would use their employee. In other words, they're giving her a job, and she's giving them her, her uh, abilities. And they didn't really – I mean, obviously, any company – is is using somebody but they are paying fair things so i don't think the club i'm not even saying if they're it is bad club. like
2: um, let me clarify i'm not saying they're bad i'm just saying okay. that, like maybe in a, a feeling or more of it i felt more of it with her boyfriend i felt a lot more of like where it was like uh, he, like she was more a well, let me beforehand. let me
1: explain like, what i ahead. feel on this so yeah let's hear your and then i'll explain mine so yeah i'm gonna hear what you have about yeah
0: Yeah, so I think they're just a bunch of people at that age when people are growing and they're indifferent to each other, but they're a group of friends that have been together. So it's kind of inertia and they're in a small town, so they stick together, but they're all starting to mentally go their own ways. Like there's one set that gets married and their marriage seems kind of they are definitely married young because. The way the husband is thinking about it and the way the girl is thinking about it are two different totally things and they're still kind of in different modes, like high school mode. So it just comes down to I think I don't think they're trying to get anything from her or they're just all at that age when they don't know that they even want to be friends with these people anymore.
1: That's fair. Well, yeah, that be, yeah, that. they're just having different different hobbies, different opinions, different yeah, they're growing thoughts about life. Yeah, yeah. so we're turning on all different points, become, right? Yeah, yeah. Sometimes you get become closer to some of your friends, and sometimes you drift apart from from some of your friends. Um, now, with the boyfriend, you know he may be um, a certain personality from high school, <laughs> whether he was a jock or whatever. Um, but obviously, she could have broken up with him at any time. I think, and you know, yeah. obviously they're going to fight. Anytime you break up with somebody, you're going to have a fight generally. So it was going to happen no matter what so what 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 i mean he was a dick because he was a jock i guess or the stereotypical he movie her like jock
0: a, he treated her like flesh like when they have sex it's almost perfunctory he gets off and they're done pretty much wouldn't you say
2: that's, that that's, the feeling. I, yeah, that's what i mean it's like I, he was I could use he, a smoke. He, he, he felt like she he was but, I, okay, maybe, let me put it as like he felt she was his property in a way, whether he intended it that way or not. There was the vibe that he had where that's what it was given uh, off. But maybe it's just the personality.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know what? I, I, I mean, all right, I'm not dis- disagreeing that the guy was a jerk you know, he may not be a person I would hang out with in real life. And, and I have jock friends as much as I have, have other, I mean, I, I could have considered myself somewhat of a jock if, if, you know, I played volleyball, basketball as a kid, and but I also played Dungeons and Dragons and chess as a kid, you know, and I, and I go to the gym now, so I, I don't know what I am. And my best friend in high school was the f- high school football captain. So who knows what I was, but I, but I'll say this is that, um, He's definitely a person I wouldn't necessarily hang out with. However, his attitude after sex and all this—again, we 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 don't get much backstory about no, the relationship except what we see. So they could have been dating for like ten years. You know, they could have been dating since they were fifteen. Who knows? Um, so they've probably had sex hundreds of times. So well, and it
0: is in point, the backseat of a car. It's not like you want to spend an hour doing it back there.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah. So so you know, I mean, I mean, everybody's had. A girlfriend that says, "Hey, you know," that says, "Uh, you know, you're in the garage, or you're in the back alley, or you're in the back of the car, or you're, you're wherever," and say, "Hey, let's do a quickie," and you do a quickie, and it's not really that romantic, but you know, you do it because it it's entertaining. and You know, you get the you get the uh, the
0: adrenaline uh, rush.
1: Yeah, or whatever you want to call it, right? Yeah. And and then afterwards, you know, you just pull up your pants, and she pulls up her skirt, pulls down her skirt, and done, boom. And then you go, "All right, let's go uh, get a get a beer at the nightclub," or what's or you know, go get a coffee or something like that. So, you know, not every every time, especially at this point in their relationship, is going to be you know a romantic, cuddly thing. After, so I can't really. Here's say where I. I can problem. fault him for one I, thing.
0: I have fault him for one just
1: thing. Say, I gotta, okay, well, let me just add my last point, which is we could fault her for a thing, which is she's just not interested in him anymore. So. Yeah. Maybe she should just break up with him, you know. But we'll go on with your point, Barrett. There,
0: there, when it comes to him finding out about her stripping, the way he deals with it is almost abusive. And yes. he leaves her to the cops when he knows she's not in the right mind. Um, that just right there made him kind of a villain to me. Not like, well, not like a villain villain, but he really right. doesn't care about her as anything well, except for his...
2: Selfish is what I would well,
1: say. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yep. well, well, well let, me, let me put it in a devil's advocate. Let me be devil's advocate. Basically, <laughs> he, he has a rumor that she's there, that she's working as a stripper, and he doesn't believe it, and he has to go to find out. And then when he finds out, he feels betrayed because why didn't she just break up with him before you know in other words if that was your significant other and she's doing that and you weren't expecting it or she didn't tell you in advance or you didn't know in advance and you find out the way he found out even even if he did act a way that you would hope he wouldn't if you're put in that situation, sometimes you just have emotional breakdown or anger or whatever. As you know, we've all experienced something where we, a few days later, it's like, you Didn't know, we she probably shouldn't have had that. Didn't she break I up with
0: him right before that?
2: I think the problem well, that, was, that he had was that he couldn't conceive of her wanting something other than with him. If that
1: makes sense, which is well, which, which is fine, is- but then then she should have dumped them. I, I mean, yeah, as long as she broke up with him in advance, then he has he has nothing because it's like all right, she he got dumped, he got screwed, betrayed, whatever he feels, and it's done. But if they still had any relationship and they were still dating, and she did that without telling him, then I think he has he, he has a gripe.
0: Oh, yeah. He has a gripe for sure. She is definitely cheating on him. When he asks her if she's cheating on him, she is, and she says no. Um, but when she does break up with him, it's before she gets caught in the club by him. Okay. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. But, then, then but either he way... That he got broken up. Yeah. It, well, and
0: his pride is hurt because she's like in a strip okay. club. So he's, she's got all these guys looking at her. And so, yeah, he's hurt. I'm not saying I wouldn't act the way he acted necessarily, but I don't know that I could leave her behind for the cops like that. That just seemed wrong to me.
1: <laughs> well, to be honest, though, she she wouldn't have got arrested if if she, if, if, she, but she got high. arrested. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that was the problem because the cop was going to let her go. And then she
0: dropped she drugs. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah exactly so so i don't think i don't think i don't think he purposely left her to, to the cops to get arrested is what i'm saying i
0: don't think he purposely did think... it but i would if i saw a cop coming up I, which he did i would have stayed you know what i mean that's just me i that's why sure. i have a problem with him
2: yeah. <laughs> and then you could go back I mean, think he's immature though right
1: it also it, this, it depends I mean... on what your opinion of of the cops are too, right? I mean, if, if you oh, yeah. support cops, then I guess it's not as big of a deal, but yeah. Uh, what were you saying, Sean? No, I just,
2: again, like, they, I would, I was, as I was watching and how he reacted to things, he seemed immature.
3: Oh, yeah. And but I they think are that young. was the
2: big thing, right? Like, they're young, right? So, again, <laughs> yeah. but you have people who can mature at different points, right? Like, earlier than others or later yeah. than others, right? And it seemed like, yeah. especially they women, were at women points, are mature sure. quicker
1: than guys, right? I mean, we immature. all know. Yeah. <laughs> so I think that was part but, of yeah
2: the thing I, too, right. That I was trying to keep in mind is that yes, it's easy from an adult
1: perspective, an old man
2: yeah. perspective, to say right. you would hope you would do things differently, you respond differently, but but, but again, again, again,
1: she. But again, you could argue that she's a complete default because the moment she started hooking up with with with, uh, with pepper, yeah, with pepper, and then stripping. She should have broke up with him immediately and say, uh, I've decided I'm, I'm not, I have no more interest. But she didn't. So you could argue no. that she's uh, – that's her immaturity, which is as bad as any immaturity he shows. Oh, yeah. Oh, am I right? She didn't tell me his fault,
0: and she didn't tell him she was stripping, which I think is a pretty big deal in a relationship that you'd want to know about.
1: Ne- never mind that that she's <laughs> cheated on him. <laughs> right. Right? So and doing drugs. Right, right, and doing drugs <laughs> because he's clean. You're right, right, right. exactly. It, it, so, so again, we could argue that she's was pretty bad to him as well. Yes, I Well, you we could just that. say that they, they, these are faulty humans. Well, well, no, I, I I like what Barrett said. They're just young, stupid kids.
0: Yeah, I mean, I did similar stupid things when I was that age.
1: You know, yeah, I mean, I mean we're, we're, you know, they 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 did some. They were just immature. So. <sighs> You know, I mean, th- yeah, they are stupid things for sure, as you said, Sean. But uh, based off of their age and immaturity, I guess I could we could we could forgive them a little more than say if they were thirty years old or twenty six years old, and they were forty. Like this. <laughs> so 40, the decisions yeah.
2: were different than the ones that were made in Ride or Die, for instance. Yeah. Where those decisions were much different, and they were much. Those were those were immature. Those were insane. Yeah. Yes. So you could. So that. Yeah.
1: Yeah. A, yeah. Know, the... Yeah. No one in this film was was a sociopath. Right. Everybody. <laughs> everybody. If they had any issues, it was just uh, normal behavioral health issues.
2: Yep. Just character flaws that yeah. people have. Everybody right? has. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So yeah. that's where I was kind of like where I was going with the fault. Like I know you you said it better. but that's where i was going with the fault thing is like there's the character flaws that humans have and we have we maybe have them differently between the people around us or whatever but we all have character flaws one way or another right
0: yep oh for sure
2: and then you put (laughs) those compound those with immaturity and being young you're you're feeling (laughs) invincible and stuff right like it just compounds or whatever to it so
1: Right. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean that, that's that's why you know uh, Dante or, or or was it Thomas Aquinas or, or it could have been both of them. Uh, you know, summed it up with the seven deadly sins. You know, uh, jealousy, pride, gluttony, sloth. Um, you know, and, and whatever the last three are, and and uh, that's that's what these characters everybody has. Unfortunately, the seven deadly sins are, are the are the seven things that everybody has, has to fight every friggin' day. And this film here, like regular people in real life, you know, you fall off the wagon every often. You know, I was got angry today about something, or I got jealous about something today, or I saw a girl, you know, at the, at the theater and said, wow, she's hot. You know? So, so you, you know, you get, you hit, you hit them. You hit all seven of them pretty much every day. You know,
2: I you mean, make bad it's crazy. Sometimes. And, <laughs>
1: Yeah. And, and, and even if they're not bad choices, it just, you know, little slips, you know, and this film shows all of that. And again, when you're young and stupid, it's going to happen even more, you know?
0: Yeah. So, Cause you don't know, the uh, boundaries are larger for you.
1: <laughs> right. And, and also it's constricted. On, <laughs> right. Right. And, and even though we don't know, we know Sarah's, background and a lot of it is just n-way and we the reason why she's the way she is but you know um pepper we don't really know anything about her backstory but we can gather it was either one of two one she was just a rebel and eventually her family just couldn't handle her anymore and and she left or she came from you know quote-unquote white trash and so she never had the the life of, say, someone like Sarah, never mind any of us, where she had opportunities that we take for granted, you know. And so that's why she got into stripping and that's why she got into selling drugs, you know, and that's why she got into who knows what else she's done to try to survive in a, in a world that a young woman that doesn't have any skills or family or home that you can go to. You know well,
2: you can see how people um, can get
1: pulled into something like that,
2: right? Because it's the same yeah, I think with like, the idea of where people getting into crime, right? It's you're yeah. you're not always an evil person, but it based on circumstances, you have to do stuff to survive. And you make make choices that other people don't, right? Right. But you know, there's well it's not like and, you're and not just you're just evil person, whatever.
1: Well, and that's what's good about Pepper's character is when she does "quote unquote" bad things, it's it isn't things like like when she breaks into um, Sarah's dad's uh, old shop. She's just using it for shelter. She's not there to steal stuff and take it with her. You know, she the things that she does that are bad are basically to survive. So Except I think she stealing. took Sarah's
2: shirt the white T-shirt.
1: Yes, yes, she did say that. It, right, but you're, you're sorry. But yeah, it wasn't yeah. wasn't so, anything so of we'll,
2: value. Like it wasn't valuable right, antiques right, right. or anything like that right, were in right. the store.
1: That's right. Right, exactly. she, she It was. She didn't break into rob. Put it that way. She just yeah. broke in to sleep on the couch, and then she saw her T-shirt and, and needed a new shirt. She stole yeah. food, she food. She stole but
0: food, but she was hungry, so.
1: Right, 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 right. Yeah, so yeah, and again, when she we were saying she stole food, uh it, yeah, it wasn't like um, those those people that are breaking into you know the Walgreens in San Francisco and just taking whole shelves of stuff, you know. People yeah, taking like because pounds of meat. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Or t v You could have much and, more of an and, understanding and for these situations,
2: right? Yeah,
0: hers was just immediate survival and yeah. some yes. people are just going out to grab steaks because they can't afford steaks
1: <laughs> right 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 yeah well well, well well pepper was doing it specifically for necessity versus say my analogy of, of the people that go into walgreens and, and just pull all the cologne and perfume off a shelf and walk out to door with it yeah that's yep. a little different um So, um, so yeah, so the setup, the the idea is basically, uh, we, we find Pepper, like you said, that awesome scene at the beginning in the club where she looks like she has wings and stuff, you know, um, almost like, you know, you could argue what's that mean? Is it, was she a guardian angel, but not necessarily whatever, but, but either way, the point is, is that, um, she breaks into that old shop of her of sarah's dad sarah goes there for her zen moment or to you know remember her own father and she finds pepper sleeping there and rather than getting upset they become friends and eventually uh they become really good friends where they're hanging out in, in reno you know like partying completely different life than sarah's lived before because even if her boyfriend and her friends are kind of a little more wild than the friends I would be necessarily hanging out with. They're definitely not yeah. wild like Pepper. So this is like really new for her, the lifestyle that Pepper's showing her. And then um, Pepper gets her the job at the strip club. And this is something that she would never have done if she had never met Pepper. But it's good money. She Gets attention, feels good about herself. The, the other strippers are actually kind of cool to her; they're not dirtbags. And then, ultimately, they get high on on peyote, and they have sex. Um, and so they have a. It's not, re- and that's the reason why I don't really call this a L- true LGBT film because even though she and Pepper do sleep together maybe twice if that um it's almost like because they are just two lonely souls and opportunity if nothing else day day and age when er, Yeah, yeah. And now in this day and age when everybody every millennial says they're they're possibly gay that doesn't really mean anything anymore. So I, I think this film would be qualified as LGBT only because of that scene, but otherwise it really isn't. It's really about two people in life trying to figure out who they are. Well,
0: and the the fact that they're willing to explore those areas, I say would mean that they fit into that, that mold. This movie fits into that mold.
1: Well, that's true, just for that fact, for sure. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's not the focus of the film by any not, means, and no, it's so by any small. Stretch. I mean, the reason it's it's a, it's important, because, you know, there's not many films that show something like that, unless it's like a midnight movie from 1975, uh, or a porno. But, um... The... It, but also, I don't even, even even though they both did it, meaning they did, they both had lesbian sex. I I don't know if technically either of them are truly bisexual in the sense that I don't think I could see Sarah's character never being with another woman again in her entire life, and that was just experiment. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um. So, the film um is kind of awakening for sarah and then we find out that she kind of cuts off her boyfriend and her old friends and they kind of disown her anyway because they find out that she's a stripper so all her friends look at her as trash and then her parents Mother and stepfather still seem to love her, but obviously they understand that she wants to, you know, open her wings and fly like any child and go off and do their own life. And then her savior, Pepper, she finds out may not have been exactly what she thought because maybe Pepper actually kind of led her to become a stripper because they gave her basically the rumor the rumor is is that Pepper finds girls for the strip club, gets them to get hired there, and then she gets a finder's fee for bringing girls there to become strippers so it's more than there a relationship with pepper or pepper opening her eyes to being herself and and leave the town. It's more um, pepper. Uh, no, it's more her being herself. In other words, she isn't going to latch onto Pepper and hang out with Pepper by the end of the film. She's just going to be herself and start from scratch with nothing uh, intentionally. All right to say that? In, in other words, it, show, it makes the, the Pepper at first look like she's going to be someone that awakens her and that Pepper will be there forever for her. But then when she feels finds out pepper isn't exactly who she said she decides that you know what i'm me and i'm gonna be me so it's even more about her and herself and her own ego than anything else am i right to think this what i, I think the thing i was looking at thinking about is like the
2: idea of like a soulmate because you could have different types of soulmates. what it felt like was that she needed pepper to be the force to make her look at herself and what she actually wanted. And I think, like, if she didn't come across Pepper, I don't know what, yeah, the catalyst, for sure, of what, I don't know when or if she would have ever got to that point otherwise. So she needed Pepper, whether the situation worked out as as you hoped or whatever, but she needed her to get her, in the, the direction that she actually is meant to go.
1: That's, that's with the self-realization
2: yep. and under awareness that she wouldn't have had if Pepper hadn't come along and those circumstances took place.
1: Right. So if, if Pepper didn't come along, she'd still just be doing what she was doing. And, and when Pepper like did come along, with, you know, yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, still working at, you know, the, the chicken restaurant or, or the, the, convenience store or, or the gas station or the grocery store or whatever. And when Pepper comes along, Pepper gets her into all these new things, such as stripping drugs, but also that life is bigger than you know, her her house and, and her friends. And but, the town. And the town. But Pepper but and there's nothing wrong with, with with thinking the town is big enough for you because you know a lot of people yep. You know, inherit their father's business and become the a, 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 the local florist or whatever. But again, she's not going to get that from her parents because they don't necessarily. They're just getting their menial jobs. So the what Pepper is is she's the catalyst for all that. And then when she sees finds out that Pepper isn't necessarily who she says, then she can cut ties even with Pepper too. Yeah, and and then that's when she becomes who she really is even though her very first decision when she discovers who she really is is the worst decision she ever did because she gets in a, a vehicle from hitchhiking and it's like, that's not a smart thing to do, especially a no. pretty girl like you, but, but either way um, I would have took a bus, but um, so that's excellent. I, I, I think you, you hit it out of the ballpark, uh, Sean, for sure. Not that my opinion matters any more than anybody else's, but what you said uh works with me 100%. And I think that I liked how
2: they told that story because yeah. it wasn't like they you know sometimes it's over the top or that it's like very yep. um manipulated like you had said earlier there was even just like the colors and stuff like they manip- like they didn't manipulate it this all felt like this could be a real journey someone has.
0: Yeah, it felt a natural. Real- yeah.
2: And that some people might make different decision or decisions or choices, but in this case, from what we understand of Sarah's character, it all feels like a holistic approach to it.
0: Well, and it's interesting because I think we all go through this type of growth in our youth. Um, you know, and it's just she hadn't gotten to that point yet. And this kind of kind of broke her innocence a little bit. I'm not, I don't yep. mean that in a specific way, but just she had a wider view of the world at this point she knew that i mean there were people that you wouldn't think she could trust that actually treated her well in this film yep and then there were people that she trusted that weren't necessarily 100 percent trustworthy like um what's her name uh paz um and uh so you know everyone goes through that growth so she went through it and she got to the other side and said i want something more than just this place and stripping and whatever, and she could go on to the next town and be a stripper and do whatever. But we don't know at this point. We just know that she's changed internally in some way. She's gone. She's grown closer to her mother, um, but yet she still wants to leave her mother. She's ready to move out now. Of this, yeah. she was she was fit in this little antique store for so long, like that was her space. Then her space was sold, and she she probably felt like she had nowhere else anymore in that town because that was it
1: yeah that's another excellent point barrett because when they finally meaning the mother finally sells the antique store which was her parents her father's original property before he, he passed when they finally sell the store and that's also near the end of the film too so she lost all her friends she feels pepper betrayed her 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 zen is now gone because that's the, the little building, uh, the antique store. So the the antique store sale is uh, also another catalyst that makes her decide to move to you know move on with her life as well. So and you could have because, seen
2: with all of those changes happening that could have broken someone else, and she chose or was able to take all of this stuff and almost have it become a cathartic thing for her to give her her freedom, her sense yeah, of, I mean, sense she's, of her freedom.
1: Yeah, and, and she did go through the meat grinder no matter what, right? Because yeah. whether she was having all the fun and, and highs with Pepper and the strip club and the drugs, she's smart enough, even if she's not you know, just high school diploma or whatever, she's smart enough to know that it's not you know, the thing that's, it's, it's not something that is necessarily the end goal. Yeah. So, so, and it's not necessarily good for her either. A lot of it, it, may be fun. A lot of it may be, um, you know, makes you money and all that, but she also knows that it's not necessarily, you know, um, um, uh, the, 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 uh, you know someone that's making uh someone that's looked upon with respect in society you know and not that there's anything wrong with with any of the work that she's did but my point is is that she knows that it's it's just party and it's drugs it's uh exploitation it's all this crap that may be fun at the moment but it's not something that you she wants to do for the next Thirty years, so it's all short term, right? Yeah, it's all short term, and and she also doesn't want to do what she's been doing prior to all that either. So it's it it all like all all that stuff. She goes through the meat grinder and comes out the other side and says, "Okay, you know, um, my friends betrayed me. My boyfriend, obviously, I didn't I didn't care for anymore, so I should have just broke up with him." Pepper. Also betrayed me, and she's my friend. Um, my parents just, or my mother just sold my father the 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 one place that I felt comfortable in, and I have nothing else here. So maybe it's time to pack it up and go. And 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 so that's where she decides now whether or not. I mean, that's the funny thing about this film is a lot. And and this is I, know, I put it this way, I'm from the greater boston area i dated a lot of girls that are not from boston because boston is the place that everybody sends their kids to go to college and then a lot of them just stay and of course a lot come here just for jobs too so i used to meet all these girls and some of them that that were damaged that i dated i found out that they came to boston or stayed in boston because they wanted something different in other words they were depressed in austin texas or they were depressed in iowa or they were depressed in um china or they were depressed wherever they came from and when they came to boston they're starting a brand new life and they're going to be fresh everything's going to be fresh but and you know but maybe boston's a little better maybe boston's a little worse but the thing is their life is still the same because it's not where they were coming from, even if those people they knew. In in other words, let me rephrase it again. So you can come from a small town, and you are tagged as a dork or a jock or a hero or a loser or whatever. So you're always going to be that if you stay in that town. So you move. But a lot of times when you move, the, the new place isn't, isn't going to necessarily be any better. It may be better because you're starting over and people are fresh, but it's still you that may be the problem.
2: You're still carrying all your baggage from your history. Exactly.
1: So yeah. all these girls so you that can't I run dated, away from it. Exactly. So all these girls that I dated that said they left their old home because they wanted to start fresh. We're still depressed and sad and this or that or whatever. So it's still them. So even though Sarah may have awakened and is now cutting ties with all the baggage that she had in her hometown, the question is with no skills, with no property, where she has to hitchhike, how. Is she going to still? Is she going to have problems elsewhere? I mean, there's a chance that she could meet a guy, or there's a chance that she could luck out and and, and find a good job. You know, I don't know where she's going, but there's also a chance that everything's going to be. And we, where she goes too. Am I wrong, wrong to think that?
2: No, I mean, well, I guess it's, it's it's yeah.
0: A place is only part of what you're experiencing, right? So. I mean, right. going somewhere else doesn't get rid of all your problems. It just right. changes them.
1: <laughs> yeah, the baggage exactly that you said, Sean. So, what's your opinion? Sean? You you were going to answer that too. So, yeah, yeah I was just
2: going to say that it's no, oh, no, no. That's my apologies because I'm almost cutting everybody off. And I apologize for that. Um, no, I was just going to say like I thought it was it's a good point to bring up that like you can cut off the people, the aspects, or whatever of the town, but unless you deal with your internal. St- stuff and or find a support system or whatever to do that properly it doesn't matter where you end up because you're you're running away from the problems that you're carrying with you so unless you right. actually are, get to a point where you are able to or willing to ask for help or whatever it is you need right, right. um that's the stuff's not going to change because you're going to all those demons all those baggage or whatever is still going to be there with you you're just in a new place which then has other problems that it may present so it's it's, the question is are you leaving um in a healthy manner or is it an escape with the hopes that a different place is going to magically change the other issues that you have inside you right
1: yeah that's the thing is that you think you're going to go to another city or another town or another place and your life will dramatically change for the, obviously the hope is for the positive but it'll either it could remain the same or it could just be worse because like to, technically you could actually argue Sarah's life could be worse because at least she had her mother and stepfather before when she stayed in that town now when she go wherever she goes she has nobody so, nope. could it even be worse. I don't. I don't know. You know. You know what I'm saying. So it's it's definitely
0: it's an interesting I, I, end to the movie. I think.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I could see her doing what what one of you said earlier, which is she could just get a job as a stripper somewhere else. You know, and and hopefully just is more um, responsible with with drugs. I, you know. I mean, who knows? I mean. Well,
0: the problem, one of the big problems is that she definitely has a different worldview now than her friends, so she's not really, yeah. and they don't seem to approve of her being a stripper, having been a stripper even, you know, even right. if she's not now. So, I think it was going to be hard for her to stay there no matter what.
1: Yeah. Right. But, you know, you know, I mean, obviously, yeah, it's, it sucks to be in a small town where you're already been tagged as, as a loser or this or a slut or whatever. So, that sucks. But, she, I mean, we know that the strip joint she was working at was just outside the town on the highway. Now, I don't know where the employees from that strip club worked, because it doesn't seem like they, I mean, where they lived, because it doesn't seem like they lived in the town that she came from. So where were they from? Could she have just moved in with one of them or moved in uh, the town where those women happen to live or those bouncers happen to live or something, and and then be still close enough to her mom to visit whenever she wanted, you know, and still have the support system. But, I don't know, you know? So, let's just, what she decided, I guess, is, alright, I'm not going to be the stripper, at least not a stripper at this place anymore, and I don't want to stay in the town, because I've already been tagged as a slut and whatever else people think of her. So, um, I'm moving. So let's say she moves to, I'll just throw out a, a, a town. Uh, I have no idea. Let's say she moves to Reno because it's the, the closest big city and she goes there. She meets friends. She meets maybe, maybe she becomes a cocktail waitress. Maybe she becomes a stripper. I, I, I don't know. Um, maybe looking at, and that actually may be good. Right. I mean, I don't know. I mean,
0: well, that... if it makes her happy, that's all that matters, right? I mean, if yeah. she can live and not be, you know, yeah. <laughs>
1: destitute. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, So. yeah, maybe Maybe she'll be all right. But again, that's why, what. what's interesting about the ending. As you said, Barrett, you know, it, it, it's open-ended. So will she just be carrying her baggage to the new place or will her life actually make her happy now?
2: Well, I like that they leave it that way because it's up to you to decide they really. Yep. Right. And so I like that fact that they don't dictate it to you right. or, you know, whatever, like it's your choice. So you could have a feeling that maybe there's hope for her or you could have a feeling that like, will it be different?
0: And I like that Pepper's that. not part of that future because exactly, it, it seems right at that point from what we've learned about Pepper and what we know about her character, it's it just seems it feels right. The whole ending feels right to me.
1: Well, and also you could argue, besides your mom and stepdad, everybody, including Pepper, is toxic. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, to be honest, the people that were least toxic to her were probably the other strippers. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but she never really became friends with any of them anyway, so it wasn't like she was, you know, losing any friendships there. And and she did have one or two fights with a few strippers where you know they would try to get they took over. You know, remember there was one guy who was talking at a bar. The competition. It, yeah, yeah, the competition. So so she was leaving a lot of toxic personalities anyway, and and, and certainly Pepper is a toxic personality, you know, because she yeah. Was lying to her the whole time anyway, um, and and even if she was the catalyst, she still got her into things that that weren't good for her. Really. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, I don't want to. This is a mixed bag. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that's the best way to put it, right? Because we don't want to say stripping is bad because you know. I didn't think that was the bad part. It was the no, drugs I think part. It, the, the
2: drugs and yeah. the, the the criminal people that pepper had Dealing's with right,
1: yeah, yeah, that's right. But honestly, right. the
0: drugs are given to her by the other strippers there, not Pepper.
1: Right, right. But they get the drugs from Pepper, which is kind of funny. I'm just
0: saying yeah, she yeah. gets them from the other strippers, not from Pepper. And the other strippers right. are doing it to make yeah, the job yeah. smoother for themselves.
1: Right, right. Well, they could just be party girls too. You know, yeah, that, that's just, possible I mean, too. But I mean, as we know, cocaine and heroin or whatever they were doing cocaine. I think it was so cocaine. Gives you a high, just like an orgasm, and people want that dopamine, you know, release, yep. and and that's why they do it, you know. So, um, I think that then, aspect though wasn't healthy for her, right?
2: Well, it's I not mean, healthy
1: for anybody, for sure. But but
2: that's what I mean. Like that's not the good part. Like like that's not yeah. the that's the bad part of it. I yeah. who cares about like the the sex work stuff or whatever? That does that's not it. It's the drugs and the long term effects. Right. Well, it, 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 drugs it, can have on you.
1: But but I don't want to poo poo yeah. those people who think sex work is bad because well, they not, do have. But I'm not a, saying that though. I'm it, saying it, it's
2: the drugs or the bad right.
1: part. No, no. But I want to add, and I okay, usually yeah. I use I want to add that the sex work, you know, I, you know, I'm it is what it is. It's not my business. You know, people do is what, they got to do what they got to do, and and you know, I mean, you know, it's fine. But you I, those are people who argue that that's toxic and not necessarily healthy. They have an argument, whether we agree with it or not. Those arguments agree. Do, do have, have, have some valid.
0: Well, valid. yeah, even if there are, even if there are aspects that work, there are in everything, there is corruption. So yep. there is obviously a side of that environment that is bad for some people. I yep. won't say all I'll say that in some cases it works out great. In other cases, yep. not so much.
1: Exactly. Exactly. And, and that's, that's, and and those folks who say it's bad, you know, I, we may not disagree agree with them, but we can see s- some of their points. That's all I yep. want to say. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, definitely the drugs obviously aren't aren't, aren't good for sure. Um, especially this type of drugs.
0: Well, yeah, that's the thing. Some people operate fine and don't become addicted. Others do. The ones that become addicted are the problem. The ones that don't aren't really as long as they're not hurting people like going out and driving a car and running into somebody. Sure. So. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: <laughs> yep. Yep. Or getting into right, crime right. or stuff to support the habits or whatever. Right. Or yeah. right. That's exactly. bad too.
1: Yeah. Or, yep. or you, or you just waste all your money, you know, that's, that's yeah. bad too. Um, or,
2: and the health effects that it has on you. Cause those well, that, things aren't good for yep. your body. Right. Yeah.
0: <laughs> people eat all sorts of things that aren't healthy. So I, you know, that to me is not an argument that wins for me there are better reasons to, to not do, not do it.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> right. right. It, well, yeah, and, and, and absolutely. I mean, I mean the, the it's about, you know, like heroin, you know, that you, you become addicted to, and then you have to, you know, if you go cold Turkey, your body can literally have major problems. You can so, die. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 um, that's I, Sean's point is fair, but Barrett has a damn good point too, which is if if you 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 know one does uh, go back to the seven deadly sins, gluttony. If you eat shit, you you will die. It's just a fact, you know. It's, I mean, it happens. I mean,
0: yeah, um, it's not like I'm thin, so <laughs> I'm not. I would never uh, throw stones at glass houses for sure.
2: Well, I'm thinking <laughs> more about the psychological and emotional effects too that are bad from the drugs. Like not just the physical, but just the mental and emotional stuff that comes with it too, right? Um, Especially those types of drugs that are messing with your 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 brain, right?
0: I think I think one of the factors that you could say is that a lot of people want that messing with their brain so that they can be numb to the world. Um right. not all says, but some yeah. people are definitely doing yeah. that.
1: Right. And I want to let all the listeners know, no matter how much we support or disapprove of sex work or drugs we are not passing judgment
0: nope
1: that's so we're just talking it over that's all
0: everybody's so gonna do it. their own thing yeah we're just discussing that's
1: right that's
2: right whatever the decisions are we right, that it's done, whatever decisions it's people make
1: and exactly. for yourself right Well, not just for the self, but also um, responsible for all around you as well as society, too. Yeah. Because you can't – because if if you just do things for yourself, that's just narcissism, and you can destroy a lot of stuff around you, too. You have to think about the whole picture.
2: But for some people, that's where it has to start because they don't have the outlook – to look outside themselves they need to have that for themselves whatever their makeup or whatever is they need to look at it for them what what it is for themselves specifically and then well, maybe down the road they can get a different well, perspective where they open I, up. I
1: don't agree with that statement because okay. every, and i'll tell you why because if you're a parent you can't be that way if you are a spouse you can't be that way if you are a employee for a company you can't be that way you have to still always look out for the good period not just for yourself well you so should the, but
2: not a lot of people don't that's the one well, you
0: have, uh, differing, and, 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 you have <laughs> differing levels too like when we get out to where it's the company i work for my concern is a little lower <laughs> when we're back to where my spouse is involved then they're a lot higher
1: <laughs> right. Exactly. So so people you have responsibility, not just for yourself, is my point, because yeah. if, if you just look for yourself, you, then you're going to be driving drunk or you're going to be just you know throwing the garbage over the fence because hey, I'm looking out for myself. I don't care about my neighbor's yard. So I, that's the reason I disagree 100 percent with you, Sean, even if okay. I, I see your point. But I, I, understand. I'm not. I'm not supporting to... it. Like oh, I'm not oh, supporting oh, it. Oh. But
2: I'm just saying that some people, that's the rationale they need. I'm not saying it's right, oh. and it's not something I would okay. support. Yes. But I'm saying some people, that's what they need to make their justification.
1: Oh oh yeah. Oh you're right. Oh yeah. People will do anything to justify. You're absolutely right. right.
2: Yeah. 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 But like, I mean dude, I, I
1: dated ex girlfriends that were that way. way. It's like, holy shit. I'm not the Worst years of my life. But it's as long as you're gonna be
2: part of the society and you're gonna benefit from the freedoms and stuff of society, you also have a responsibility
1: to said society. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Otherwise yeah. go live outside of it in yeah. a yeah, cabin right. somewhere. Right. Right,
1: right. <laughs> and, and 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 to be honest, all the choices Sarah does, even if they aren't necessarily good choices. They do not necessarily hurt the big picture of society. Agreed. Pepper, on the other hand, um, is guilty because she's, you know, given <laughs> selling drugs to and, and getting people that possibly addicted to drugs is not a, a good thing. Uh using people to get money by tricking them to, to you know, finder's fees she, not so much, but Sarah's decisions, and technically, uh, I mean, as you said, Barrett, you agree that, that hers are not necessarily damaging to anybody if, but herself, if they yeah, she do even damage most, herself.
0: Yep. At most, she, well, she hurts her boyfriend, but I don't think that that's a matter of what she- Related to,
1: right. Exactly. I mean, that's just her yeah. being selfish. Right. Oh, yeah.
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. yeah.
0: Absolutely. And she disappoints her mom, but, you know, everybody does that.
1: (laughs) Yeah, right, 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 right. That's true. But her
2: mom never stops loving her, and that's the point. Exactly.
1: Yep. Right, 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 right. Yeah, it's not like she's she's escorting, and and her mother's like, why are you doing that? You know, I mean, yeah. So she hasn't gone to the point where, and again, you know, I'm not. Saying anything's bad against that work, you know, I'm, I'm not making judgments, but she's not murdering people. But, but somebody, not, <laughs> but some, but a mother, I could see a mother feeling not, not wishing that upon her, her daughter, put it doesn't. which is yeah. But they aspect
2: that she's not going around murdering people, she's not causing great harm from her actions,
1: like, in some this, other yes, people yeah, are. her decisions here in this film, I would concur with that she's she's not doing causing great harm to most people, absolutely, excluding the boyfriend thing, which has nothing to do with her decisions related to the things we're talking about
0: yeah yeah, yeah, actually, I mean she's just making those decisions without even taking him into account
1: <laughs> so the, in my
0: opinion their 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 relationship was long over, they're just still yeah. friends with benefits. For a little bit, right? right.
1: Yeah, what with they, him, yeah. but he doesn't know, so she's right. still in. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. He doesn't know, but he should know. <laughs> yeah, well, he yeah, he eventually does learn. We right, all blind but, ourselves, right?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, not kidding, right? Especially um, when you're
2: going different places or different directions, right, in your life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, well, he's
0: fighting that different direction. He's like exactly. the the magnet pulling her away from her growth.
1: Yeah, yeah. But I don't know if it's intentional, because no, you know, it's it, 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 that was no, but but it's not intentional for evilness. It's it's like this is my oh, girlfriend. No. He wants um, to help
0: her, too. He wants yeah, to get yeah. her a job even.
1: Right. 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 Exactly. So he, sure and he wants
0: to live with yeah. her or whatever. He sees yeah. all he sees is their future together. And she doesn't see a future at all.
1: Right so, right. so what she should have done was just cut him off right there and not a lot. Not keep it sooner. going. Yeah. Yes,
0: yeah. I, I've sure. been the person that's been him, so. Oh, me too. <laughs> I can relate.
1: It's the, it's the <laughs> fucking worst, dude. Dude, dude. The thing is, we oh, don't Lord. know they could
2: have had breakups before as well. Like we don't really get a full history on but, what but, their relationship but, was.
1: But at this point, she should. have But if it whether well, oh, that's true or not, she should have yeah. broken up with him before she did anything. Oh, no, yeah, did fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. So. But it's
2: again, it's just the, the decisions we make in the moments, right?
1: Well, and it's also. Kids being stupid. Yep. Or let me rephrase, because they're not kids. Young adults being stupid.
3: Yeah.
2: And trust yeah, me, because, older yeah. adults can make the same decisions as well. <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, so.
1: but, but older adults have no excuse. because their I, brains are I was, their I was brain making brain
0: stupid decisions into my 30s.
1: <laughs> right. And, and you have no excuse. <laughs> You had excuse when you were 23 because your brain wasn't fully developed yet. But when you were 33, you were just made a dink.
0: I'm not sure. My I'm not sure that I was fully developed in my 30s. I think it took me to get to 40 till I was really uh, mature.
1: Well, maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you would have missed a wild. I was. I was. I wasn't. <laughs> I'm
2: probably the least wild of both of you, so I'm just going to say that. That's likely. We can't um, even talk about my, my stuff.
1: <laughs> um, To be honest, Sean, I wasn't wild at all. I may have finally, at age 29, broken out of my shell where I actually dated women. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't call dating women wild, so I was probably identical to you, except I was dating a lot of women, if that makes yes. any sense. <laughs> All right. But yeah, because I was not wild at all. Never was I wild. I remember I this one girl I was I dated, this Colombian chick, and she was wild. And it was weird because this was not me, but she was hot. And she was fun and she was a nice person. Um and I felt different around hanging out with her because I was like, oh, this is kinda interesting. I'm like kinda in the it crowd a little bit. But um I I was not wild by any means. Yeah, so
2: it's not sustainable to who you are or what your personality type is or whatever, right? Yeah, I mean that stuff is fun for a period of time, but you couldn't maintain that for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, well, yeah, and and even then, it wasn't. uh, It it just happened. I mean, I mean, I was I was pretty easygoing with with people I I dated, so I I could I was like a chameleon, so. But I was not like wild, you know. I mean, by any means, was I was very I just,
0: wild till
1: about thirty. I, I just we'll, we'll dated just leave girls. it to Barrett. Yeah. Barrett's the yeah, yeah, ba- Barrett, yeah, yeah, Barrett. Barrett <laughs> the things that Barrett has alluded to, he, he was he was wild. My brother, yeah, he was wild. I was wild. <laughs> I, I, I only <laughs> may appear wild because I talk about um, how I used to go out getting phone numbers all the time. But that was just because I wanted a girlfriend, not because I was wild. You know, so yeah,
0: I had a bad. Ten, well, it wasn't a bad ten years. It was a lot of fun, but I, you know, I wouldn't do it again.
2: <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. And the fun part is, we all end up here. So how about that? Exactly. Yeah. We
1: do we do all end up here? <laughs> yeah. That is so true. Yeah, but me and me and Sean fucked up. We, we should have been more like you,
2: Barrett. <laughs> no, no,
0: I wouldn't say that either. <laughs>
1: all right, all
0: right, all right. I just got yeah, lucky I'm and didn't for- get in trouble much, so that's right, the only right. good thing
2: <laughs> right, right. it, it is so interesting though to see how people like even with just little differences or whatever right where you wouldn't expect to end up like I'm pretty sure that all of us probably didn't expect to be where we are at this point if we were asked at age 20 uh, some yes. of it's been good and some of it's not been good well and, you know, y- you know,
1: you know I, I expected I would be where I am now not necessarily how I got there but well, I expected then a to be married. Maria, then. <laughs> I was expect Well, I was. But no, I had the goal down that I was going to get married with kids, so that was going to happen, and that happened. So, who that person was, and how I got there, was uh, was much different than I expected. But the end goal, I, I, that's exactly where I got exactly where I wanted. If
0: that I thought goes. I was going to be dead at thirty, so I made it way longer. So I'm good.
1: Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, yeah, glad yeah. you're still here. Yeah, so, yeah I, I just, I just, I just got engaged once, and then had to break that up, and then wasted six years with another girl for, and 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 got burned on that one. So, so uh, it was. I got to where I got just a, a, a way I I had preferred not to put it that way.
2: And I still haven't found what I'm looking for. So there we go. Still, isn't that a song? <laughs> it, is. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. you yes. too. You too. You're singing your song, man. <laughs> That's why I like them. They they get me. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's see. Uh, what do we want to get into? Anything else we want to talk about this film?
2: I think we wrapped up pretty much what we were. What? Yeah, yeah. Because so. because I was
1: thinking we were going to talk a little more about Pepper's story, but really she's more of a cipher.
2: Yeah, and, yeah. and yeah. also
1: not only a cipher but a catalyst. Really, you know, yeah. a plot device more than anything.
2: We needed to have her to to get where we were yeah. going. So.
1: She's yeah, almost
0: different. a spiritual character rather than a. That's a why it's the wings, dude. The wings, but that's yeah. why
2: i will get the, the wings. But that's why I also had the idea of the soulmate because you can have like soulmate isn't just a romantic person; it could be someone who even is for a short term sets you in a different direction.
1: Yeah, indeed. Yep, yeah. that's true. That's true. Indeed. Um. But yes. Yes. Uh, um, the
0: only thing I think I want to talk about, or just make a point of that whole scene in the desert i really liked i liked the spiritualness of it and i liked i actually liked the snake i thought that was neat um yeah. and it just the whole atmosphere of that and the the visuals i thought was really well done i liked that scene a lot
1: yeah it was well done it was well done um i don't know my feelings on the scene specifically but it was well done yeah yeah um, It's, I don't you know, I mean, again, I've never been like uh, acid tripped ever. So I don't know if that really, I mean, I've seen it in Midnight Cowboy, I've seen it in the Doors movie, I've seen it in this film. So I, I have no idea if that's how it really is. So the Doors
0: is a pretty good I, uh, perspective, I think, yeah. of what it's like.
1: Okay, how different is enough.
2: ayahuasca from peyote?
1: I don't know. Uh, it, it was, uh, Bar- that's a terrible thing, Sean, to assume that, that Barrett would have used all these <laughs> drugs. Who are you, Sean? Who are you? You're never terrible.
0: tried peyote because you know you have to know some Native Americans to be able to get a hold of that. That's just okay. not easy. And I don't live in the West, so. <laughs>
2: Fair enough, yeah. It,
0: but, I'm not uh, saying I wouldn't have tried it. I would have tried it because I would love to see what it's like. But, yeah, I was never near it.
1: Yeah, so I, I so I have no idea. So they, these type of scenes never really worked for me, for what I guess they're trying to imply. But as as filmed, like you said, Barrett, they're they're, they're well done, well done. Yeah. Uh, anything else? anybody want to bring up? No, I. Oh, the absolutely. snake was cool. The white snake was cool. I don't know what that meant. I really like that was, white
0: snake. Yeah, it was cool.
1: It, oh, yeah, I still don't know what it means symbolically, but if it means anything, or it just was a cool thing to put yeah i'm in not there. sure
0: if it was symbolic or not i mean there's lots of snake symbolism oh
1: oh oh! i got it i got it a white snake on a hot chick what does that mean i'm gonna get a hate mail for that comment anyway
2: well i thought you were gonna use like white
1: snake using tawny catane in their videos that's right. I, I actually I played that song today in, in the car for my kids. Fact. Yeah. All right. Get them yeah. good. Get them with the good stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah before. And then uh, after Dave Coverdale, she was with Chuck Finley, the California angels. Um, so. Uh, but yeah, I have no idea what the white snake was, but uh, it was uh, pretty hot.
0: Well, you know, I, I looked up what is the white snake about and there's there must be some uh, film about a white snake because one day a young woman named Bianca is saved by Juan, a snake catcher from a nearby village. As they set off on the journey to discover her real identity to pair develop feelings for each other <laughs> so <a> snake catcher
1: <laughs> because we know that the band as you you refer to it, uh, Sean, uh, the white snake band, we we understood what the, the white snake meant. Um, I remember I was a paper boy and I had a white snake t-shirt because I'd seen him in concert back in the day. And m- this old woman, like this 87-year-old woman and her mother, it was like 90, like like almost 100. or Well, no, the woman was 70-something and the mother was like close to 100. And they lived together and they were um, daughters of the American Revolution. So, you know, they're, they're Yankees from way back. And the woman asked me what my shirt was. And I said, oh, it's a band called White Snake. And she asked, what does White Snake mean? I don't know what to, I just said. I had to lie and just say, "Oh, it's a albino snake," but it, obviously we know what white snake is supposed to mean.
2: So the snake could be about renewal, transformation, healing. Or it could be a male, a, a, a Caucasian white penis.
1: Well,
0: there is a legend of the white snake too. So
1: that's right. That, well, that's what the band's name was. It was a, it was referring to a white Caucasian penis. Mm. Um but yeah in this movie here um it's probably what you said Sean the symbolism. Yeah. Cuz it would yeah. be her transformation, her renewal, her yeah. change. Her- yeah. Yeah. exactly. By uh, pepper. That's right.
0: Well, and we don't yeah. see pepper in that scene, so maybe she's yeah. the snake.
1: I so I, I mean just to see a white albino snake over the naked boobs. Of our lead actress was was pretty awesome. There might be right some wrong that, uh, in, to that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean. I'm not being, I'm not being. I mean, it sounds like I'm being shallow by saying it, but I mean, it was no. pretty awesome. It yeah, was pretty it was a awesome. Good scene. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty awesome, dude.
0: I don't so. think it's it's shallow oh. to admire the the cinematography and the female form with the snake.
1: That's right. I, I didn't say anything wrong. That's right. Nope. Just saying the facts. Just saying the facts. <laughs> yep. um, all right. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Anybody want to say? No,
3: anything? I think you got all right. it all.
1: Yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. All right. So yeah. that's cool. So uh, we can probably get into our final thoughts. Uh, but before we do uh, some house cleaning, um, Barrett, myself, and you, and co-host Eric and co-host Mike, actually do another podcast together dark discussions what is that all about
0: it's all about the horror man it's it's we do all sorts of talk on horror films
1: yeah it upsets me i, I prefer to have it be more than horror but genre yeah. yeah i prefer it just to be straight genre exactly
0: yeah well that's what we have this for
1: indeed indeed and uh sean myself you barrett and co-host mike just wrapped up a podcast Cortana's
2: communiques based on the first season of the halo series based on the video game.
1: She's on we just station? That, up. that was on paramount plus. That's right. That's right. So we just wrapped that up. Uh, also uh, coming up shortly uh, in August, we got a couple of podcasts that we're probably going to do. So we're going to be very busy in August. We got uh, the she Hulk that we're going to be doing. And we got the new game of Thrones series that we're going to be doing. So that's going to be tough. Definitely a a lot of podcasting then. Um, If other people don't want to do all of them with me, maybe I'll I'll try to break it up where Sean will do one with me and Barrett will do another, or you guys can all join in and do all of them with me. It's up to you. Sure. I'll do whichever
0: ones I'm I'm allowed to be on. Fair
1: enough.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I I agree with that comment. (laughs) All right. Fair enough. All right. So, So
1: you can count on me and Barrett and Sean to be on. uh, both of those podcasts in starting in August. So uh, the She Hulk we're doing and the new Game of Thrones we're doing. And don't they drop around the same time as Mystic? Yes, yes, they do. Yeah, exactly. The, the same week, both of them. I think one of I think She Hulk is one week before Game of Thrones, and both of them are basically right before or at the same time as Mystic. So yeah because the first one is august 17th for she-hulk yep yeah oh yeah right yeah and then i think the other one's the 19th right
2: yeah i believe the 19th because that would be yeah yeah,
1: yeah so so once that we get back from uh mystic. oh no it's
2: august 21st
1: okay yeah so both well so the first episodes of both will probably be right after mystic so yep. yeah so, yeah absolutely and uh Unless you guys so, want to do them live in Mystic, <laughs> that, that, yeah. Well, well, yeah. But we we want we gotta get you in. Oh yeah, we could we could always Skype you in. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but we'll probably we'll probably wait because we're gonna do a dark discussions in Mystic you know, with the movie that we see in Mystic. We're yes. gonna do uh, as an episode, and that'll be exciting. Um, and uh, also, uh, the Game of Thrones podcast is actually coming out in two weeks, so uh, I gotta coordinate with Mike and Eric. Oh, uh, uh, you mean Westworld? Westworld? That's what I meant to say, I'm sorry. Yeah. Westworld uh, is coming back. So we're we're going to do Bullets, Brothels, and Bots, a Westworld podcast. Uh, so we'll uh, talk to Mike and Barrett. I'll be talking to them, Barrett, I'm sorry, Mike and Eric on Thursday about that. Um, sorry, right, so that's the house cleaning. Uh, so I guess we can get into our final thoughts on this film here. So I uh, will start with you, Barrett.
0: Yeah, I like this film. I thought it was pretty good. Um, it's not quite as good as some of the movies we've seen in other years, but it, it, for this year so far, it and Ride or Die are pretty equal for me. All
1: right, sounds good. Uh, for me, uh, yeah, I mean, this is the type of film I would usually watch prior to doing broadcasting uh, back in the 80s, 90s, in the early uh, 2000 to 2010. All I watched were art House and Drama um, and um this film would would fit perfectly for me in that realm um so if you like art house or drama it's it 's a really good one uh I would concur with, with Barrett. it 's not as good as say a-, a wall or some of the other films that we 've done in the past, but it 's still a pretty damn solid uh film uh also if you do like um female nudity it's got it 's credit. Uh, there's some, a lot of good looking women here. So it has a grindhouse aspect to the film as well as an art house aspect to the film. So it could appeal to uh, uh, folks who like midnight movies as much as art house films. Um, and of course, like I said, it would definitely uh, work for anybody who likes um, slice of life and drama films. Uh, thumbs up for me. Well, let's go with you, Sean. Uh, I really liked it, really enjoyed it.
2: I thought it was shot beautifully. I thought the story was told uh, very well. The cast was really good. Um, I liked the use of different uh, lighting and symbolism and all that kind of stuff. So I really enjoyed it Uh, out of the two that we've done for this month. I really liked this one much more than ride or die. But again, just personal choice. But I would recommend this.
1: Sounds good. Uh, all right. So once again, uh, the film is bare, as in B-A-R-E. Uh, very vague title, but if you want to see it, it can be uh, VOD pretty much anywhere, or purchased complete anywhere films are available. Uh, the film is directed by Natalia Lady or Late, um, also written by her, starring uh, basically Diana Agron and Paz de la Huerta. Um, the film also has a, a disc out DVD, um, it's a true film festival film, as well as an IFC film. Uh, the, the, the film disc is actually pretty impressive because it includes extended and deleted scenes as well as a director's commentary. Uh, so that's pretty awesome. Um, and I have listened to that director's commentary, but that was, again, was like two years ago and I forget. So I couldn't, um, and I didn't rewatch it recently with the director's commentary. Um, so the film is uh, available in all sorts of media and formats. Um, pretty much that's it. So I guess we can pretty much wrap it up after that. So uh, Barrett, why do you get us out?
0: Thanks again for joining us. Join us again next weekend when we have our next LGBTQ movie. <laughs>
5: Drunk and said you love me, but I wouldn't come inside I've got options, trust me, yeah I know other guys Sometimes you're just so awful, and all my friends agree But I can't help the way I stumble, you look good when you've been me You disappear, for weeks at least, you barely have a job Don't know why, feels like recently, I'm choking on exhaust And you held my head on the chain That one night in the cold Asked me could you stick around And I fucking told you no Chasing after me and not see that it hurt When you replayed all your histories of lines rip and ripping shirts Now you're screaming that you're angry That you retraced all my steps Please stop saying that you're changing Get the fuck out of my back Cause I need someone else Who every night remembers I exist Who doesn't say that he's ready but then can't ever commit All I know is that you're bad for me And I'm like bad enough so when I'm alone somehow seven, you're the one I want. You not coming through, so why do I find myself wishing I was next to you in a crowd for the people on South Second? But I'm still texting you. I'm sick of that. I'm sick of the second you leave. How I invest in you? Well, I made plans tonight, but I'm panicked. Feel like canceling. Damn it, I hang on your lips like there a cliff till I slip and vanish. You said in a couple months you might be ready, and part of me's still hoping. But you won't be, and both of us, we know it